Welcome to the Balance and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Lynette Marie, a mindset and weight loss specialist, as well as a fitness business mentor for women with health goals, CEO aspirations, or just wanting to uncover their best selves. This podcast is your place for all things health, lifestyle, mental wellness, relationship, business building, and doing it all in a way that gives you the balanced lifestyle that helps you thrive. After nearly a decade as a coach, I've realized that the root of losing weight of building a business or thriving in any area in life all comes down to having a positive and growth-based mindset. I believe that your mindset is so powerful and ultimately unlocks everything you want in life. And I'll be sharing so many mindset lessons and hacks in this podcast that will help improve every area of your life. Whether you're trying to lose weight, build a business, improve your relationship, or just be happier, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share with you how to build a balanced life and truly thrive in every area. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Balance and Thrive podcast and to an episode that low-key might change your life. I know that sounds dramatic, but whenever I talk about with my clients, the very thing I'm going to talk about with you guys today, I get such an insane response, um, usually something along the lines of, what the hell? (laughs) And also, why did I not know this sooner? (laughs) And also, holy crap, this is going to change the direction of my fitness journey and really my discipline and motivation as a whole forever. So not to oversell this topic to you today, but listen in if you're someone who's, you know, likes to take notes while you listen to podcasts. I don't know if you're like at that level of like nerd. (laughs) I know I am. Um, but this would be one to take some notes on because this concept again, that I'm going to be talking about today could really just be so eye opening for you that it totally changes the game for you and your fitness journey in honestly any area of your life. So today we're going to be talking about a psychological phenomenon called moral licensing, moral licensing. I've talked about this before. Um, I've talked about this many times before in social media, so this may not be brand new to you, but if it is, this is going to, how many times can I say it's going to blow your mind? Maybe it won't, maybe it won't blow your mind, but it will be like, holy crap, there's a name for this thing that I've been doing. Um, so let's just dive into this. What is moral licensing? Well, first, let me ask you this. Have you ever felt like as soon as things start getting good in like your fitness journey, as soon as you start really showing up, getting in those workouts, working out consistently, and then seems like just when that's starting to happen is when you always seem to fall off track. It's like the day you hit a new low weigh in and you're like, yes, I'm killing it. I'm doing so well. Finally, it's like, that's always the the weekend that you go off plan or that's the day that you like just seem to fall off track and it happens so often. It maybe is the thing that's like holding you back from really, you know, moving forward in your weight loss journey is because every time you start to see some results, you end up self-sabotaging. If that's you, first of all, you're not alone. This is what's happening here is really something that's so common. It literally has a name and the name of what could potentially be happening here for you is called moral licensing. So moral licensing or self-licensing is a subconscious phenomenon where an increase of confidence in some area makes us trust our impulses more and worry less about the consequences of our actions. So in our fitness journey, this can happen where if we have a couple of weeks where we're doing really well, we're you know getting a lot of good results, 
We've been working out consistently. We've been eating well. A couple of weeks of that is going to have you feeling really good about yourself, right? Like, oh, snap, look at me go. Look at me working out. Who am I? Who is this fit queen, right? Or you're eating well consistently and you have that that belief start to come up of like, oh my gosh, I think this is the time where like, I'm going to really do this. Like, I'm going to keep doing this and I've been so consistent and like, I just feel so confident in myself. This feels like it's it for me. This feels like I'm never going to struggle again. I know I've had that experience where, yeah, you just have this heightened sense of confidence because things have been going well. And so you really start to ease up and feel a bit more trust with yourself. But also what can happen is that we get a little too confident and we start to kind of trust our impulses more and feel like, oh, you know what? It's totally okay if I like don't follow through today or if I like just eat whatever I want today. It's totally fine if I just ease up a little bit. Like I've been killing it. I've been doing so well. It's not a big deal if I just take the weekend off. It's not a big deal if I just go a little easier on my workouts this week. It's so not a big deal if I eat candy and bed every night because like honestly, I've been killing it and I know I'm gonna keep killing it. And so like it's totally fine. Even if you've never consciously had those thoughts, I'm sure subconsciously stuff like that has come up for you where... As soon as you start seeing those results, again, you have that confidence of like, oh man, I'm really doing well. I bet I'm going to keep doing well. Like I've got this. So then you just get a little lax on your effort because again, you just feel like I've been doing so well. Like I'm going to keep doing well. I can chill out a little bit. However, it's when you start to chill out a little bit and you give that really that license to just stop putting in the same level of work and to just get a little loose with your effort and your actions that you start backtracking, right? How this might play out in your fitness journey is, let's say you've been working out and eating well for two weeks, you've lost five pounds and you're feeling on top of the world. You're feeling like, wow, this feels like a lifestyle for me now. I feel like I could do this forever. I'm killing it. I've already lost five pounds. At this rate, I'm gonna hit my goal weight before the end of summer. And you feel really proud of yourself and you're, you're happy and you're in a good mood and you're feeling really confident you're gonna hit your, your goals. So then you go into work and you have all your food packed and all the things you're going to eat that's healthy and whatever. And then someone at the office is like, hey, uh, there's donuts in the break room. And you're like, oh my gosh, I love donuts. And at first you might think, well, no, like I'm trying to lose some weight and and I don't want to have to track that into my my calories for today. So I'm going to skip it. But then you think, wait a second, I've been killing it. I've been doing so well. I deserve a donut. It's just a donut. It's not a big deal. Balance, right? That's what Lynette always says. So you go and you have a donut, which is fine. Nothing wrong with a donut. Absolutely nothing wrong. You haven't made a mistake. But then lunchtime rolls around and one of your coworkers is like, hey, I'm ordering in from our favorite Chinese restaurant. Do you want something? And normally you would say, oh no, I brought a lunch. Like I'm trying to lose weight, just trying to keep an eye on my calories and, you know, Chinese takeout's just not worth it to me, whatever. But that confidence is still there. And you're like, you know what? I've honestly been doing so well. One little lunch out's not a big deal. I can do this. I can, I've been killing it and I know I'm going to keep killing it. I can treat myself a little bit here. So you have Chinese takeout for lunch and, you know, enjoy it and whatever. And then you're driving home from work and you're thinking, gosh, you know what I haven't had in a while? McDonald's. Oh man, I would love some McDonald's. And maybe at this point, it's a little bit of this like, well, I've already kind of messed up today. So like, let me just have McDonald's since I've already messed up. Or 
Maybe it is the moral licensing where it's like, I've been so good. It's not a big deal if I have one day where I'm just eating different things and enjoying myself and treating myself and I'll get back to it tomorrow. And so you go through the McDonald's drive through you get the McDonald's and you go home and eat. And then the next day, it just keeps happening, right? Because you've already, you've disrupted that cycle of really healthy eating and really healthy habits with, you know, a bunch of maybe not so wonderful choices the day before, and it's just a lot harder to get back on track. And so there goes the unraveling of your two weeks of amazing work. You give up all weekend long. And even, you might even be thinking like, oh, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Get back on track on Monday. But then Monday comes after you're eating and you realize you've gained five pounds back after just the weekend off. And you're like, holy cow, how did this happen? Like, I just had a new low weigh-in on Friday. I just hit that new low weigh-in. How did I gain this all back in three days? And I I just was feeling so good. And we all know, side note, and if you don't know this, but like, you didn't actually gain five pounds in one weekend. It's just like water weight from heavier eating, et cetera, et cetera. It's not five pounds of body fat, but still we've been there, right? We've been here where it seems like just when things are going good, we fall apart, we fall off plan. And this is largely due to this psychological phenomenon called moral licensing. So really what moral licensing is, is a form of self-sabotage. It's a subconscious form of self-sabotage that honestly is, is done so sneakily, right? It, it feels like it's really just us practicing balance and um, it's just, it, nobody wants to fall off track, right? We, we're not wanting to self-sabotage, but moral licensing is just a sneaky little way that self-sabotage can begin to happen in our fitness journey. But honestly, this can apply anywhere, right? We do this with like chores, where let's say on a Saturday, you've got like a list of five chores you have to do that day. So you get up early and you knock two of them off the list and you're like, whoa, I've already gotten two out of these five chores done and it's not even 10 a.m. I'm going to relax a little bit. I'm going to like go kick back on my back porch and just like chill. Like I'm going to have these chores knocked out by like 12 or one o'clock. I'm confident of that. I can just go sit down and, and sit by, you know, sit on the deck for a little bit. And the next thing you know, you've been on your deck all day long, it's 4.30 and these chores are not done. And you're like, how, how did this happen? I was doing so well. How did I like, how did I get here? So moral licensing happens in, in a lot of ways. It's just really in any area of our life where we're trying to make progress, where we get a little comfortable, we get comfortable with ourselves and we have a, a high level of confidence in ourselves that we're going to keep going and we're going to keep killing it. That gives us this, like, it feels like it gives us this subtle permission to just slow down in our efforts. So, okay, we know what this is. We know how it's happening, how it's manifesting in our our lives. So how do we fix this? Well, I think the first lesson here is to realize that we, we need to stop letting progress become an indicator that it's time to slow down. I think that's one of the first things that's really happening for people is that we put in this level of effort to get a level of progress. And as soon as we start seeing progress, it's been, you know, really built into us for years that like, okay, so like this is working, I can slow down. When in actuality, it's really just showing that, hey, you giving the effort you've given has been working. This is a sign to keep putting in that much effort still not to slow down. So I always tell people, you know, knowledge is power when knowledge is used, not just like knowledge is power because knowledge does not necessarily turn into power. But it does become powerful when we know things and we take action on the things that we know. So knowing this 
knowing that there is likely to be a temptation to slow down or to chill out or to take a break whenever we see progress, bring that with you into the future of your health and wellness journey. Knowing that, hey, okay, I've just stepped on the scale and I've hit a new low weigh-in, what's probably going to happen is that I'm probably going to be tempted to chill out, but what I'm going to actually do is keep doing what I've been doing. Or what I will challenge my clients sometimes with is every time you see a new low weigh-in or you notice yourself looking even leaner, you're noticing progress, start training yourself to see that as a reason to like kick up efforts. Not like in a huge way, not like, oh, go from four workouts a week to six, but instead use that as something to remind you of why you're doing this and to keep going. So what I've really done now is whenever I notice, like if I'm in like a, a mini weight loss journey of just trying to lose five or six pounds, or I'm in any area of my life, as soon as I see progress, that now is an indicator to me to like find a way to challenge myself just a tiny bit more because I've, I've flipped that. It's no longer where progress is a sign to slow down or progress is a sign that I can just chill because I'm, I'm doing well. To me, progress has now become a sign to like, Hey, what's one more thing we can do? How can I make my efforts 10% better? So if we can switch into that way of thinking, you know, have this awareness that, okay, as soon as I see progress, I may be tempted to slow down or, or give myself a break. But instead, when I see progress, I'm going to mindfully think, Hey, let's keep going. This is not the time to take a break. This is not the time to fall off track for a weekend. This is not the time to quote unquote practice balance. No, this is the time to double down. This is the time to keep going and to see what I can do if I actually take this time to just keep propelling forward rather than slowing down because I think I deserve it or something, you know? So that's my first piece of advice is to know when moral licensing is likely to hit Prepare ahead of time for that and have a plan for what you're actually going to do rather than slow down, take a break, chill out. The second thing that I really recommend doing here is understanding that we are not earning quote unquote bad actions with good actions. So a really big key thing about moral licensing is that we feel like it's okay to take bad actions. And I use the term bad loosely but really, if you look this up online, like this is what it's kind of described as, um, we, we justify bad actions because of so many good actions we've done. And so when we have that pattern, moral licensing is, is so much more likely to take place because we're going to continue this cycle of, well, I er- I've earned this bad action because I've been so good. And a really crass way of thinking about it, it's almost like thinking about, you know, maybe let's say a couple is married and the guy has been a really, really great husband for five years. And then he decides, well, it's okay if I cheat on my wife once because I've been such a good husband and I'm going to keep being a good husband. So it's okay if I cheat once because all of this good behavior outdoes this bad behavior. Now, obviously that's a really extreme example, but when we're really stuck on defining our behavior as good or bad and thinking that as long as the good outweighs the bad, then we're okay. I think the longer we're going to be stuck in this cycle of, of moral licensing of like thinking that, well, if I do enough good, I have the license to do some bad. And now I definitely don't want us thinking about fitness in terms of good or bad actions, good or bad food, because that's just not the case. But I think the lesson here is in learning that we, we're not eating healthy to justify eating unhealthy later. We are not working out to justify not working out later. We eat healthy and we work out because it's what gets us closer to our goals, not because it's right or wrong. Just like taking rest days or eating treats is not right or wrong. It's things that we do to enjoy our life, but we are not earning our right to 
mess up or her overeat or binge or take a three-week rest period, we're not earning that by being really quote unquote good on our fitness journey. And I think the sooner we can just break that mentality, the better off we're going to be. When our fitness journey becomes about, I want to take care of my health and and body because it's the right thing to do for myself and it's good for me rather than, okay, well, I'll work out five days this week so I can eat a donut tomorrow or well, I'll work out all week long so I can go eat whatever I want on my vacation. I think as soon as we start breaking that, we will have a much easier time balancing you know, the things that we do want to have in our lives, like treats, like maybe some extra rest days, like eating out on vacation or in your life without it being this like, well, I have to make up for this or I deserve this because, but instead having just a a lot more of a, a balanced focus of like, when is a good time for me to let loose a little? And when is a good time for me to just press forward with the goals that I have in place for myself? And the last thing that I would really give as a piece of advice when dealing with moral licensing is when you are tempted to kind of deviate from your normal plan or what feels like the right thing to do, ask yourself if you are under the influence of moral licensing, because I don't want you to take this to this extent of like, okay, so Lynette's saying never have a donut, never get takeout at work, never fall off plan ever because I could be doing it because of moral licensing. Well, no, you want to be mindful, right? Because sometimes saying yes to the donut is totally fine, totally awesome, is not going to lead to anything. Sometimes saying yes to takeout at work is totally fine, totally awesome, not going to lead to anything. I think what's important about this is just mindfulness. Asking yourself when you're offered a donut at work and you're wanting to say yes, is it because you feel like you deserve it? Or is it because you feel like I really want this and I'm willing to let this be an exception to what I normally would choose today? And I'm going to just keep getting going forward, staying right back on plan. And I'm not going to let this derail me. So this is really about mindfulness, not extremes or like rules, or I can never have the donut. I can never have takeout. I can never do whatever. This is about just making sure we're always staying mindful of our decisions rather than, than getting into what's really kind of like all or nothing thinking of, well, I've done so much good. So I deserve to be bad, or I deserve to do wrong things or, you know, fall off track. And it's okay because I've done so much good. And then the last thing that I'll say about moral licensing before wrapping this up, yes, this is going to be a slightly shorter episode today. I just wanted to get this little message out to you. But the thing that really is going to help moral licensing not be a huge part of your health and wellness journey is to be committed to actually being committed to your health and wellness journey. Does that make sense? Like, don't just be committed to the result. Don't just be committed to winning and seeing the weight drop and, you know, fitting into the clothes, but be committed to the process of changing. Be committed to taking care of your health and wellness forever, not just until you see a result or until you win the prize, right? Win the prize of losing the weight. So many people are just in it for that weight loss. And I get that that's a driver for a lot of people. And that's not a bad thing. I know for so many people, weight loss is genuinely not about their health. And I'm not here to to shame anybody for that because I get it. I get that, especially young people, it's hard for them to care about their health. It really is just about how they look. And trust me, I get that. But when you can start really focusing on caring about your health and being committed to your health... And recognizing that this is more about, this is more, this is about more than just how much weight can I lose this week, but rather I want to become the type of person who takes care of their health and is always committed to taking care of their health. Well, then I think moral licensing is just going to stop being as much of a problem for you because your, your baseline of decision-making is going to fall back on what is best for me, 
versus what can I get away with? And I think that's the change. The shift that needs to happen is being more focused on what is best for me overall versus what can I get away with? Side note, Nacho is literally screaming outside of my door. Nacho is my cat. If you're hearing some like screeching sounds, we're not abusing the cat. Um, She just loves me with a fiery passion and she's super mad that I'm not letting her in my office. But yeah, guys, I, I hope that this lesson on moral licensing was helpful for you. As soon as I heard about moral licensing, I felt like I had found the key to all of the ways that I self-sabotage in my life, in my business, in my health, with my money. We do this with money, right? We save for a little bit and we feel so good about, oh my gosh, I saved so much money. I can blow money now, right? Or I said no to all these expenditures that I wanted to spend, but so I've been so good with my money, I can be bad for a little bit, right? We do this in every area of our lives. And so I really encourage you to just see where this is showing up in your life in a way that's holding you back from things that you want, be it your health and wellness journey, your online coaching business journey, your money journey, your relationship, or any other any other area of life. Hope this was helpful for you guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you somewhere else on the internet. <laughs> Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Balance and Thrive podcast. If you love today's episode, do me a huge favor and share a screenshot of this episode on your Instagram story and make sure to tag me so I can see it. I'd also love some encouragement and helpful feedback by having you leave a review of my podcast on iTunes. That would be so incredible. But thanks for hanging out with me again today, guys. Catch you on the next episode of the Balance and Thrive podcast.